today like a citywide game of connect the dots. Wide Parisian boulevards lead to famous landmarks, like the Pantheon, the Old Opera, the Arc de Triomphe, and the Hotel des Invalides. Built by Louis XIV in the 1600s as a veterans hospital, this massive building now houses Europe's greatest military museum. And at its center, under a grand dome, which glitters with 26 pounds of thinly pounded gold leaf, lies the tomb of Napoleon. It's hard to imagine a building dedicated to a mortal that's more impressive. Gazing at Napoleon's tomb, I love to ponder the story of the charismatic leader who took France from revolutionary chaos to near total dominance of Europe and then catastrophically to near ruins. Just a humble kid from Corsica, Napoleon Bonaparte went to military school here in Paris. He rose quickly through the ranks during the tumultuous years of the revolution. By 1799, he was the ruler of France. After that, within five years, France had conquered most of Europe, and Napoleon declared himself emperor of it all. As the head of France's grand million-man army, he blitzed Europe. His personal charisma on the battlefield was said to be worth 10,000 additional men. Imagine Napoleon the Emperor, all of Europe at his feet. The laurel wreath, the robes, and the Roman eagles proclaim him equal to Caesar. As Emperor, he worked feverishly to implement the ideals of the revolution into a well-designed and modern society. Probably no single individual destroyed so much and yet built so much. To this day, the French remember Napoleon for his legacy infrastructure, education system, and legal code. But ultimately, his megalomania got the best of him. Napoleon invaded Russia with the greatest army ever assembled and returned to Paris with a frost-bitten fraction of what he started with. Two years later, the Russians marched into Paris and Napoleon was deposed. After a brief exile on the Isle of Elba, in 1815, Napoleon skipped parole and returned to France, where he bared his breast and declared, strike me down or follow me. For a hundred days, the people of France followed him, until finally in Belgium, Napoleon was defeated once and for all by the British at Waterloo. Exiled again, Napoleon spent his final years on a remote island in the South Atlantic until he died in 1821. 